Hello and welcome to another episode from BetfairTradingCommunity.com with me, your host Martin. I've got a really interesting topic for you today and I'm going to talk about stress-free trading. Okay, how do we get stress-free trading? How do we achieve that when, I know a lot of you out there, when you're trading, you are so stressed. You're getting so worried, literally trade by trade. There's an enormous amount of stress on your shoulders and you're, you're looking at the day-to-day results, you know, and it's, it's, it's really winding you up almost. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about how to get stress-free trading and have no drama in your trading life on Betfair because, you know, who wants to just be having drama on it all day? We don't want drama. We want stress-free, easy trading, and that's basically the dream, I think. When you're talking about discipline and you're trading discipline, that should be your dream. I want to have stress-free trading. I want to have no drama. So how is that achieved? Well, let's start by look, by explaining a fact that will never change, right? Stress-free trading and no drama does not mean you aren't going to have bad runs. It does not mean you're not going to have good runs. It doesn't mean that everything stays the same when you're trading. But what it does mean is that you're taking on the good and the bad and you're having a similar feeling. You know, you're not getting really worked up when you're doing badly and you're not getting really, really excited and overjoyed when you're doing well. And really, the the truth is that a lot of the drama in Betfair trading, we create ourselves. You know, I mean, I've been speaking to people recently who, you know, they follow a strategy and after a couple of days, they're really worried because it's had a bad run. And if you're going to judge a strategy in two days or if you're going to worry about whether you should still be trading said strategy, I, I can tell you the answer right now because it's not the answer most people will give. You shouldn't be trading that strategy. Do you know why? It's not because of anything to do with... See, I don't even know what the strategy is in this example, right? It could be any strategy in the world. But if you're stressing that you've had a bad day and you're worried about whether to continue with it, you shouldn't be trading that strategy because you're not ready to be investing your money. You're not in the right mindset to be investing your money yet and you should still be in the testing phase. You should still be warming up your mind to Betfair trading. You should still be getting your head around the idea that, wow, I really should be a bit like a robot when I'm trading. Because let's face it, if we if we let emotions overrule our Betfair trading, we know that's a slippery slope. Well, it's the exact same thing if we start looking at results day to day or trade by trade. You know, um, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of one... Uh, a kind of strategy I've been doing the last couple of days it's had three trades and of the three trades it's I think it's slightly down there's not much in it but two of them basically didn't do exactly what I wanted and one did now the two happened on one day I could look at that and go oh two bad trades in a day on that strategy is that strategy even worth doing you know and the reality is that that would be ridiculous. It'd be ridiculous to judge a strategy by two selections, but it's amazing how many people do so. And the thing is, if you are in that situation, as I've said, 
you shouldn't actually be trading that strategy because you're not ready for it. And I will suggest that most of the time you're not ready for it is because you haven't tested it properly you don't, or you don't know what staking to use. Okay, they're the two biggest reasons. The, other, the third one is that you're following someone else's strategy. But this kind of links into the first one where you haven't tested it properly. You probably haven't even tested it at all. I've heard lots of people recently start to just blindly follow strategies. That is not a way to make money in Betfair trading. It's not a good idea. Now, there's nothing wrong with using other strategies, looking at them. If you agree with the selections, go for it. But go and look at the selections. Go and look and do the research yourself and have a little look and go, you know, because if you're talking about a handful of trades a day and often less than that, there's absolutely no excuse for not going having a, a little bit of a look at the data yourself. It only it only take you 10 minutes maximum out of your whole day. And don't tell me you don't have 10 minutes in your day because everyone has 10 minutes in their day, right? Unless you work literally the moment you get up, you go to work, and the moment you go back to bed is after work. That is it. There's no other time in your day. You have 10 minutes to look at something. You can look at data on your phone as well. I mean, how many of you have got your phones out all day, right? Even if you haven't got a lot of time, you can have a look at data on your phone, right? Now, enough of you, and I do this sometimes as well when I'm when I'm not at PC, is you can place bets and place trades on Betfair on your phone. So there's really no reason not to do this stuff yourself. And so I'll tackle the first reason. It hasn't been tested properly. Now, people say to me, well, Martin, this strategy has been doing well for this member. Why should I bother testing it? Shouldn't I just blindly follow it? No, please no, right? Firstly, when it's someone else's strategy, because you haven't done any of the work and you haven't seen the ups and downs, you don't have faith in it, right? There's no faith from your end. So what happens is as soon as it starts doing badly, you start to panic because you haven't tested it. So you haven't gone and gone, oh, it's okay because it did this two months ago and then it recovered. Or yeah, it's going to have a blip, but it's got plenty of credit in the bank. The reality is if you don't test the strategies yourself, even ones that have been doing well, then you won't be able to have faith in it really. And you won't be able to have confidence that when their bad run does hit, you can still follow through with it. So if you're in that mindset and that's where you are with a strategy at the moment, stop investing money in it. Test it for, I always say a month to three months if it's someone else's strategy. If it's your own, I'd, I'd want three to six months. And I, you know, I really do some kind of edge towards even longer, like that six months would be my personal minimum before I start putting money on a strategy. But the important thing is that you're testing it. You're looking at it yourself. You're, a couple of things, you're seeing if it works and you're seeing if it works for you, okay? Because they're two different things. The strategy might work for someone else, but are you able to get to your computer at that time? Are you able to bet on this market? Have you got a bot you can set up if you're not at your PC at that time? All these different things that mean that it's worth looking at because there are strategies that are for all types of different people. I mean, for example, I've done the set and forget strategies where you just place a bet and let it run. Now, someone pointed out to me the other day, they said, well, Martin, look, on the lay the draw, it's hit a blip, 
but if it had if you'd greened up late in the games it would have done really well and that's great that's a great idea to look at stuff like that and look at improving a strategy the problem for me personally is these strategies were created with a purpose so when i created the set and forget strategies they were for people who don't have time to trade and most of those people don't have bots so my idea was here's some strategies you can take five minutes out of your day place those bets each day and they you know they should make money and we'll, we'll get these strategies as good as they can be we'll test them and and you've seen i think nine out of ten months these strategies have made money now so we're nearly out a year right and we've had consistent profits but that's the thing now nine out of ten months it's interesting i mentioned that actually because what happens on the 10th month well the 10th month was actually the last month it was december so imagine if you started in December, you might think, wow, these, you know, these are awful, I don't want to trade X, Y, and Z. Not knowing that actually the previous nine months have made a profit. And the profits so dwarf uh, what was only a, in the end a four-point loss in December. I, you know, I think it's about overall, I can't remember the exact figure, but I think it's about 200 points up, something like that. So it's interesting, isn't it, that people will struggle more if it's not their strategy let's say it is your strategy though well the reason you test it is to gain that faith because you don't really know unless you've tested a strategy if it's any good and there's so much you can test you can look at different markets you can look at what time goals were scored you know i've done a lot of good work with late goals recently and all of that has come from looking and on certain strategies and going do you know what? these strategies have goals and I, I seem to, I've noticed when I'm recording results, there seems to be a lot of late goals. Let me go back and I'll check the times of the goals. Okay, so I think you get the gist of that. The second option that, that worries me, and this truly terrifies me, is that people are putting on too much money on these on these strategies straight off the bat. You know, they've got a bankroll and either they're putting too much of that bankroll on um, you know, in terms of percentage, so maybe they're putting, you know, five percent. I mean, I'm seeing people risk five percent of their bank per bet or trade. Well, if you're letting a bet run for five percent, you're only giving yourself twenty bets before you bust out. That's a problem. When 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 you compare it to, let's say, professional poker players, where that industry is much more well known as a career than betfair trading, and it's been going on obviously a lot lot longer they will use 200 bets, 200 big bets. So in theory, 0.5% of their bankroll when they come to a table and put cash on the table. And that's sensible, right? So when you're putting 5% of your bankroll down and you've only got 20 bets before you've lost your whole bankroll, you really, really, I think, need to think about that and reduce those stakes. Now, you might say to me, well, Martin, I've got 100 quid and I'm just playing with five pound stakes to try and build something up. It's not in the world if I lose 100 quid. Okay, yeah, yeah, uh, most people, I mean, I know that most of you are in, in the UK or Australia, and most of you, £100, sure, we're all, we're all, you know, worried about bills and stuff at the moment, but £100 is unlikely to kill anyone in our economy, right? I mean, we probably spent more than that on Christmas presents, but the reality is that that's a decision you need to make. With that in mind, if that's your decision, I don't think you're going to be getting mega stressed if you lose a couple of bets because you understand the risk you're taking. I think what's happening is that people are taking that risk with bankrolls that they 
you know, even if it's £100, where it means a lot to them, or it's their kind of one shot. Now, if it's your one shot, again, £1 is the minimum stake. That's probably where you should start. If you're using £100, which is pretty much a minimum bankroll, then you should be using minimum stakes. There's always a rush. I, I always worry that people just want to rush. Yeah, like, oh, I need to put more stakes on, you know. I've seen people, oh, yeah, I've saved up some money or I've made some money from match betting. I'm using that as my bankroll straight off the bat. Well, have you learned trading yet? No, no, I haven't learned trading, but what I'm going to do, I'm just going to do a strategy and I'll see how it goes. And then, you know, it's like, well, I can pretty much tell you that's probably not going to go too well. So why don't you start off small? Even if you've got a bankroll, put that in savings. Get some interest on it. There's good interest rates at the minute, right? While you learn better fair trading, and then when you're truly ready, you can withdraw some of that money, some of it, because I still think people are starting with two big bankrolls. You know, at the end of the day, if you can't make money with a hundred pound bankroll, what makes you think you're going to make money with a five grand bankroll? Like serious, serious talk here, you know, and I know that one of the reasons you love us on betfairtradingcommunity.com is that we talk real. This is real talk, right? You don't hear this in other places. You don't hear, everyone's always trying to just go, oh yeah, just do this X, Y, and Z. I mean, you know, I've heard some of the biggest traders out there talking about, oh yeah, just, you know, just stick 10 grand in Betfair and that's how you should start. No, 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 no way. That's just really bad. I mean, like those guys, oh, nothing winds me up more on Betfair than, than people who just try, you know, they share these trades with like, where they're putting thousands and thousands of pounds on a trade and encouraging new traders to use those kinds of sticks, it's mind-boggling. And they call themselves tutors. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. But anyway, the point is that I think because of all that stuff and because of human nature, a lot of people end up coming in with two big bankrolls. And as they start out, they're going, right, okay, well, it's all right. I'm putting, you know, £100 on per match, but it's okay, I've got a five grand bankroll. Yeah, but where are you at? Like, are you semi-pro? Are you pro? Like, you'd be borderline pro, semi-pro using those kinds of stakes, right? And if you're a beginner, then you have jumped way too many levels. And it's important not to jump the levels. It's important to get the experience at the lower levels and learn how to make money out of small amounts because that's how you can scale it up. Because scaling up's the easiest thing you can do. Learning to trade and just going in pretty much blind with you know a 5k bankroll well that's one of the hardest things to do and the other thing is if you lose that money you're done right just think about it if you lose that money you're done 100 pound bankroll you can probably have another go let's be honest again i don't know everyone's personal situation right and i know that like i say 100 pounds is still a fair bit of money but in real terms, it, it isn't, is it? If you've got a house, if you've got a salary, if you work full time, £100 will be... Well, so the average wage in the UK for full time work, I think, is 38k, right? So say you're getting three grand a month, yeah? £100 is 3% of your earnings every month. Yeah, just one month, not, not the whole year. So let's be real here, at £100 bankroll, you could have another go eventually if you wanted to, right? If you were clever with your money, if you saved your money, whatever, and you're not in debt. So that's my point here, is that it's much better to start small and learn to trade properly. There's no rush. 
I remember when I was young, I really wanted to rush to become a pro bet fair trader. I think that was the biggest mistake I ever made. And I think that was the reason I had such an up and down journey for the first few years. Because the reality was I knew I knew I was all right at it. I knew I had some talent for it. I knew sport like the back of my hand. And I'm not just saying that out of arrogance. It was just, you know, sport's always been my religion. Now, the reality is that I was arrogant, but not arrogant, but kind of naive more. I guess more naive about that because of that. Because I thought, well, yes, yeah, all right, I can just act like a pro. And then I'd, I'd build bankrolls up. You know, I'd turn a grand into 10 grand. But then I'd lose it all because I'd start chasing losses. And, you know, I could lose a 10K bankroll in two or three matches. That's insane. Like, hearing that now, I just think is insane. But the reality is we get so caught up in this idea of we've got to do it here and now. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. Here's, here's a little industry secret. There's no rush, right? There's no rush. Betfair trading has still existed. I mean, I'm talking about the early 2000s here, and we're here we are 20 years later, right? And Betfair trading is exactly the same as it always was. So there's absolutely no rush. You don't need to worry about that. End of the day, would you rather take a little bit of time and create a career that's actually going to make you money long term? Or would you rather rush it Basically ensure you're never going to make it and then crash and burn and never be able to do it. Because they're, you know, they are the most realistic options of the two. And if you see the people who are successful in Betfair trading community, it's not because they just had some divine intervention or some magic wand of wizardry of trading. The reality is they put in the work and they listen to good advice. They listen to us when we do our tutoring and things like this. They're doing what you're doing now. So maybe I'm preaching to the converted a bit here. But at the end of the day, getting all this information, doing the training, it's a really, really important part of trading. Okay. And I think too many people try and skip that step. And the, one of the biggest ways to skip that step is to use too big a bankroll. And that concerns me. So if you're doing that, please stop, right? And I think that's the reason people worry, especially when they're following someone else's strategy. Look, you know, if you lost 50 quid because you'd made a bad bet, you'd kick yourself, but you'd think, okay, that's just me, you made a mistake, move on, you know, whatever, right? You'd be annoyed. If it's someone else's tip and you just followed it blindly and lost the money, I think it feels 10 times worse. And again, that's why, even though, you know, I've got strategies I've got confidence in that I share with all the members, I will say to you, go and create your own as well. Why not? You've got these other strategies on the side that you can use in the meantime, but why not go and create your own strategies? Because what I'm seeing is a lot of people coming to me with amazing strategies and then improving as a trader throughout that whole process of learning that strategy. And the reality is, when they go to start trading it, they're fine with the downswings. Look at John on the horses. What a great example of this, John. I mean, honestly, this guy is amazing on the horses, isn't he? And it, people will say to him, oh, there's been a downturn. Are you worrying, John? Are you panicking? He's like, no, I've looked at the drawdowns. This is fairly standard. I expect this to recover in you know X amount of days. And that attitude, it doesn't just come out of thin air. It comes from doing the work correctly learning to trade properly 
and having your own strategies that you've tested thoroughly. All right, guys, I'll leave it there. I hope you've kind of got the gist of this, but uh, be careful out there. Um, I think it's difficult. I think it's been difficult in December and early January because the World Cup has definitely had an impact on the football. There's no doubt about that. And I also am interested in the weather at this time of year, like especially if you've got strategies that go for goals. Like I notice patterns where April, if you go for goals, seems really like a solid month. And I'm thinking maybe December, if you go for goals, it's not a brilliant month. Um, but that would be something to look at. I mean, especially once we get the bat testing, we can really go back through you know a few years of trading. Anyway, guys, hope you have a great week. And most importantly, I hope you make some money trading on Betfair.